With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Hey guys, Nick Burnett here. Just wanted to kind of give some information on why I joined the Patreon, why I'm part of the Dynasty Warzone uh, team. Downloaded the Dynasty Warzone podcast. It took one day. Joined the Patreon. Reached out to Memphis about a situation with one of my rosters. And the kind of feedback I got was, hey Nick, why don't you give me a call? Uh, we went down my roster and he helped me pull off a couple moves that put me ahead when I thought I was going to be in rebuild mode this year and that's just part of what comes with the patreon Uh, just uh, trade talks just good interaction with guys that love fantasy football Uh, whether it's 10 o'clock at night or three o'clock in the morning there's always going to be fantasy football talk whether it's redraft whether it's dynasty i joined a couple leagues with the patreon members and it's the same thing even in even while we're drafting we're still shooting ideas at each other and if that sounds like something that you want to be a part of pause the podcast now join the patreon and join uh join a great fantasy football group but more like a fantasy football family what's happening guys happy wednesday and welcome to the dynasty war zone the people's dynasty podcast on this week's show we're going to do a little talking about some rookies we're going to talk about the quarterbacks we're going to talk about the afc and nfc championship game but uh, i'll tell you who's always going to be the super bowl champion in my heart it is my co-host if you're watching live on youtube you see the cigar he is the man of the hour and the man with the power jerry sinclair what's good buddy that is an homage to Joe Cool himself, Mr. Burrow, who absolutely saved the world from the Jackson Mahomes at the Super Bowl and Patrick Mahomes' wife spraying, well, whatever that was, champagne on people. Just, ah, it's a perfect Super Bowl. Like, like it hurts me to see Matthew Stafford there, don't get me wrong, but like Joe Burrow and Matthew Stafford finally getting there is just two likable guys where I don't hate either franchise. And it is a win-win for me. I'm just going to enjoy the game. Probably go broke betting squares because I have never hit a square ever in the history of time. You you should just like bet the game. You you live in Michigan and it's legal there. So I'm I'm gonna recommend that. Um yeah, from, from a Super Bowl's perspective, we'll jump into that here in just a minute. It, it feels good not to have a rooting interest because I was rooting against Patrick Mahomes. And I tweeted this out on Sunday during the game. It's nothing personal against Patrick Mahomes. I like Patrick Mahomes. I think he's a neat guy. I have Patrick Mahomes fatigue. This is one thing now. Now, player fatigue in Dynasty, bad. Player fatigue when you're just watching the games, fine. Player fatigue and looking for a reason to fade him in gambling, bad. 
not wanting to see their, 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 their significant other or brother do TikTok dances or whatever. Good. So for me, I was happy to see Joe Burr, Joe Shiesty come through with a dub on Sunday. We'll jump into that in just a second, but make sure uh, if you're hearing this on Wednesday, you could have had it Monday night. You could have watched it on YouTube on Tuesday and just listened to the audio, or you can see me in the slowly coming together studio. You can see Jerry's championship trophy. Um, one thing for me is, is I, I have a late birthday gift to myself. I have my Bo Jackson poster. It's a thing of beauty. So you got to go to YouTube to see Bo. Everybody loves Bo. And you'll get so much more. We're doing a lot more rookie content. Our boy Dallas killing it over at the Rookie Rundown every Monday. Every Friday night live on YouTube, our boys Jesse, Mike, and Chad are doing the Dynasty War Games. It is your Tuesday podcast. But if you want it early, you want it over the weekend, you can find it on YouTube. And a lot more stuff coming. So please head over to YouTube. Please subscribe. Hit the thumbs up. Like a video. Leave a comment. And uh, help us grow the uh, the old YouTubes. Jerry, you're a YouTube guy. I am a YouTube guy. Just hit the damn button. It's one button. It's it's literally I mean, a button. I mean, Randy Randy has to sit here every single week and has for almost four years and has had to talk to me for every week in those four years. And you can't just hit one button for the man. He has had to endure that nonsense. He deserves it if anybody deserves it. Yeah, you just if you're listening to this on podcast on Wednesday or Thursday or whatever of the week, you can literally hit pause. You can literally go into the show notes and there's the link right there. Same with all of our sponsors, our patrons. We want to welcome all the new patrons we welcomed into the family last week. Um, good, good to see people getting into the offseason, ready to attack this dynasty offseason. But enough about that, man. We'll get into the patron in just a minute. Uh, Jerry, are you ready for everybody's favorite segment? Oh, okay. All right. I, I, I got something. I got something. I, I don't want to out this person. Because it's not exclusive to him. He's a very popular guy in the fantasy and dynasty community. And I don't I don't want to throw this particular person under the bus because this is this is generic advice. Okay. I, I, I saw a lot of sell player X. You you pick a player. I saw some sell Cooper Cup over the weekend. I saw sell Kyle Trask over the weekend. We're gonna talk about Tom Brady here in just a second. I saw sell Danny Dimes over the weekend. Jerry. Before I go into a rant, what is it that comes to your mind when you see the very generic bullshit? I don't want to get suspended on YouTube, so I'm going to watch my language beyond bullshit. But what comes to your mind when you just sell these, you see these sell player X? I don't buy, even even buy player X. I I mean, I don't have a rant for you. Mine's always just keep scrolling for the most part. Like, I'll just, I will... I would rather grab the shampoo bottle that's next to me while I'm pooping than read that while I while I'm there on my throne. I just I I don't know. For the most part it seems like it's inopportune timing. You're you're choosing to buy or sell based on the current news and usually the preferred strategy would be the opposite of what you're suggesting to do. But you're the one with the rant, my friend. Take it away. The platform is yours. I, I th- this is the most unhelpful unproductive bullshit you'll ever see in the dynasty space. Please, pretty please, pretty, pretty, pretty please with sugar on top. Please, as a consumer and listener or watcher, if you're on YouTube or Twitter, of the Dynasty Warzone, pretty please don't be the person who falls for this dumb shit. Because I'm fine with you saying sell Daniel Jones. That's fine. I'm buying. 
for the record, I'm buying, but but I'm fine with you selling. But here's the thing, asshole. Who are you buying from? Who are you selling to? What are you selling for? When are you selling? Why are you selling? If you can't answer these questions and and, and focus on the uh, bid in hand. Yeah, but I'm fired up, man. YouTube's not gonna like that one. They're they're probably they're they're probably this is live. I can't take it back. I'm mad. I'm frustrated. You're not helping people. All right. Don't be the slimy son of a bitch standing in Lowe's going, yep, that's a good two by four. Fuck off, man. I'll, I'll just say it. Fuck off. Fuck all the way off. Get away from me. Get away from me. I, I, I know what a good two by four looks like. I know. I've been in this industry long enough. I know what a good football player is. I know how to buy or sell. But if you're trying to help people and you're trying to drive engage, I don't know. It just really chaps my, my, my ass. It drives me crazy, Jerry. Help people. That's the whole point of this show. So that's why I'm not going to name names because I, I, it's not like isolated to one person. But if you can't tell me, if you can't answer all the pertinent questions, who, how, when, where, and why, keep your yap shut. Keep your big fucking yap shut. How about that, Jerry? How about that? YouTube, I'm sorry. I, I'm really sorry. I, I will mark this as non-family friendly. <laughs> all right. That but means I'm I get at up. least one for the rest of the show. I get at least one before before we cut this one. I, I mean, am I wrong? I, is this right, helpful? I, I, is I it know. helpful? No. Who's the help? I mean, it's not. It's not. It's it's just noise. It's no. You know, you 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 read a headline about a player, and some something has happened with that player. You know, Danny Dimes gets you know gets a new coach, and then it's you just regurgitate the vomit that comes to your head, and it doesn't actually matter. None of it matters. So that's the thing. You just have to absorb it like it doesn't matter. Randy, on the other I, hand, would I, rather I just po- headbutt you. Or no. throw you through a damn wall. No, 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 no. I, I am not looking for your opinion to match my opinion. That's not what I do here. I agree. It's never, agree. it's never been what we've done here. What I'm looking for is I'm trying to help people win dynasty championships. I'm trying to help people extract the maximum amount of value out of their assets as they're buying and or selling their assets. Just telling someone to go sell Danny Dimes and then they go selling for a third and they come back and go, I did a good job. I sold him for a third. And you're, then, then you're like, well, I didn't, I didn't tell you comments. To, those are the comments I, every time. I, I didn't, I, I didn't tell you to sell him for a third, but, but you didn't tell me what to sell him for. I did what you said. I sold. Give us the context. If you're going to do that, make it a thread. You know what? I'll even go as far as to accept Sell Danny Dimes and tune in to my podcast. Sell Danny Dimes and click on my article. Sell Danny Dimes and go to my YouTube channel for some content. I, I can live with that. But this blanket bullshit of sell and buy player X for no context, I'm going to start calling people out, Jerry. You've been warned. You've been warned. I'm, I'm, I've warned them. Here's you, the Jerry, you've been warned From too. From now on. I've... I've been dealing with this for too long. I already know this this whole cat and mouse game. If you cannot tell me something the opposite of the opinion that they're stating, I no longer want to hear their opinion on said player, if that makes sense. So if you are a, uh, a fanboy, um, you can't tell me bad things about them, don't want to hear it. If you're pooping on them, 
something OBJ style. You need to be able to tell me something good about them. If you are just right down the, the road tracks of your own hot take, I can't deal with it anymore. So that's sort of, that's what I take from it. It's it, it, There's just no objectivity in, in opinions anymore. And honestly, I think Twitter dynasty content has sort of fallen by Jumped the wayside. Just well, I don't, I don't want to sound like a like an old man yelling at a cloud or anything, but I, I feel like those that were I good do. at it have have. If it helps people, I'll yell at clouds I mean, all I'll, I'll yell at clouds all day long. Hundred percent, I'll yell at clouds. You know, here's the what so I, 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 I get frustrated because I I don't want to see the good people who are trying to build dynasty rosters get it get bad advice. And maybe it's not bad advice, but without context, it's automatically bad advice in my book. So uh, I, I am going to let my heart rate calm down, and I'm going to take just a brief second to tell you about something that's growing. We've added a few new members since the last time we talked, and that's patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Warzone. Uh, Jerry, I, th- I think everybody's wanting to get into a, a group, a, a, a new league with you or I, because you said uh, – how many people are in the the the, the newest league? And I, I gave you a number, yeah. and you're like, it's getting pretty close to full. Can I get in there? I was like, you can for now. You can. After the Super Bowl, we're going to start firing up patron leagues over at patreon.com. Now, Jerry, you just want me to rough you up some more? You want to put your dukes up and knock you out like 30s boxing? You can, you can try. Listen, if we actually 30s-style box, yes, you'll knock my ass out. Good luck, bud. So yeah, come feel, come hang out with so us. Listen, come get better. Feel, hold on, hold on. I just want to envision Randall like the like the Notre Dame mascot. Just <laughs> put up your Dukes. Yeah, like you know, like I said, like thirty styles boxing. But no, um, it was pretty rad. So you know, the the dynasty season's over. Everybody's kind of chilling. We're we're talking trades during the football games during the NFC and AFC championship game on Sunday. A hundred and thirty seven messages. If you like an active group chat, if you like talking dynasty fantasy football, if you like talking uh, like someone was was making a brisket, I was making soup, we were talking movies. You know, we do a lot of stuff. Obviously, the the majority, you know, 85, 90% of the time, it's dynasty fantasy football. But more importantly, it's a great group of people. It's not a huge investment. Come do one month. Like I asked you last week. I asked you this question last week. How is your way going? How is the, the the methodology that you've been using going when it builds dynasties? Because we're building champions. And you can come join us over at patreon.com forward slash dynasty warzone. Jerry, I'm looking in what appears to be your right hand. Speaking of champions, that is a cigar. Now, I'm hoping that for you history buffs, you're not going full Bill Clinton, Monica Lewinsky. And you have a di- you have a different you have a different use for that cigar. Uh, I do more Winston Churchill, less Bill Clinton, just just for the V's, baby, just for the V's. So so so, what's up with the cigar? What, what, why are you uh, why are you toking a stoke? Well, this is for Joe Burrow, man. This is Joe Cool. I mean, my man is a, a as the kids would say, drip is real. The drip is real. I mean, he's talking about his diamond necklace, and he he doesn't really, like, he's not annoying talking. He's just, he does what he has to do. He shows up. He breaks the Chiefs' heart. You know, he he's just, he's a cool dude. I'm not rooting for him. I'm rooting for Matthew Stafford to win in the Super Bowl, but 
Uh, Joe Burrow is what everybody wanted Baker Mayfield to be. What everybody thought Baker Mayfield. You mean good? Be. <laughs> I mean good. Ah, oh, gotcha. I, I just want to make sure because that's something that um, well, we're gonna we're, we are a dynasty show, so we're gonna make sure we 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 take this back to dynasty. But my concern with Joe Burrow right now is that. In a startup, fine. He's probably going to go where he should go, somewhere between QB five and eight, five. And I'm fine with that, by the way. I think when yeah. you and I did that that big buy-in entry fee t- uh, startup last year, I think that was in the range he went, somewhere between like eight yep. and ten. He's probably going to slide up a little bit. But as far as acquiring him in a in a currently existing superflex league, I mean, what are you going to have to pay right now? Because here's the thing: I love the swag. I love the bravado. I love the drip. As the kids would also say, we'll give Joe Burrow his flowers. But you have to understand something right now. From a dynasty perspective, the swag is built into the price. The drip is built into the price. The Everything that makes him so damn likable, and he's right on the borderline for me. Literally. He is literally walking a fence. And I think if I had it not been for my Patrick home Patrick Mahomes fatigue, Brittany Mahomes fatigue, Jackson Mahomes fatigue, I, I I probably wouldn't have cared as much. But he is right on that fine line. So what do you what do you think it's going to cost you to acquire him in a superflex, Jer Jer? Too much, a- absolutely too much. It, it the the problem is the hype the hype is all him, right? Like you know the drip or whatever you want us. Whatever adjective you want us old guys that we are not qualified to use to use, that's what's going well, on. Speak for Joe yourself. Or first of all, speak for yourself. <laughs> speak for, I, I, all of you beautiful young listeners, all you beautiful old listeners, all you beautiful in-between listeners, you guys keep me vibrant because I want to maintain the energy. I want to stay on what's current. So don't don't let old man Jer Jer yelling at clouds, <laughs> don't let it dissuade you from the fact that I'm on your side. We're hip. We're trendy, and we're staying with what's hot, Jerry. But, no, I, I agree. So let me ask you a question, dynasty standpoint. Okay. okay. Kyler Murray or Joe Burrow? Who, who do you think uh, – how how's that trade go down? Which side do you want? Uh, I, I think I still want Kyler, but it's I, I don't think you have to add as much to get to Kyler. I still think Kyler is the more value – valuable of the two, excuse me, in the – in the, the realm, in the community, if you will. But I don't think, I think with everything that has happened with Joe Burrow, that it's it's much closer. Um, so if I can, so this is a, a Randy question now. So you would obviously prefer to play Kyler and get a Joe Burrow plus? Uh, I just, The problem is, is the plus isn't what it used to be. You don't think it's a first? I, I don't. I don't. Okay. I, think, I think right now, if you take your Kyler, and go to a league mate and send your Kyler for Joe Burr and a first, you're going to get two middle fingers. Your okay. league mate's going to tell you you're number 11. If they only have one hand, they'll tell you you're number one and not like in the most friendly sort of way. Yeah, exactly right. And, and and see, that's the that's the thing that that comes up with these with these guys. In a vacuum, They you should get, like I think, a, a fair trade based on like potential upside. Like, I don't think, I think, let me ask you this. I mean, answer your question with a question. Yeah. Do you, do you think Kyler Murray still has QB one overall on an entire season 
potential. Can he still go back to where he was, you know, where he was trending two years ago? Obviously, this year he got hurt in 2021. Can he, if the if the cards, no pun intended, fall correctly, can he be the QB1 overall on an entire season, given his rushing, given the offense that he's in, given the division that he's in, can he be the QB1 overall? If the cards fall correctly, then yes, I do think he can. But it is going to take quite a bit there. So let, let me is go that back. out of the realm of possibility? Do, no, I think, but, do I think Joe Burrow can do that? No, I do not think Joe. And Burrow and, can. and that's where I, that's where I'm going. But I will say this: um, Joe Burrow. I'll pull up points per game here in a second. But but for me, you're getting a much safer guy. My concern with with Joe Burrow is as a Colts fan who lived through this, and I, I do want to add this on Joe Burrow, um, is that I know people are having fun, you know, running their victory lap, talking about Panay Sewell versus Jamar Chase. And listen, Jamar Chase has been special. He's Great. top two dynasty wide receivers, him and JJ, yeah. without question. But you're only going to take so many nine-sack games. I watched a much more physically imposing athlete in Andrew Luck. Pull him up. I know he didn't look like it most recently when they showed that picture of him at the national championship no, game. But yeah. in his in his prime, Andrew Luck was every bit as big physically as Cam Newton. That boy was six, big. Six foot four, two forty, two fifty-ish. He was a big man, and Joe Burrow ain't that. And I watched a I watched a bad GM and a bad front office not surround him with a good offensive line. And hey, a- Andrew Luck had Reggie Wayne. He had T. Y. Hilton. He had, you know, he had these weapons. You know, he had these guys, just like Joe Burrow's got guys. But at the end of the day, and, and, and Andrew Luck never had the major catastrophic knee injury that Joe Burrow has. So can he get away with it now? Yeah, but what's the long-term impact? So for me, I would rather have Joe Burrow and whatever plus I could get over Kyler Murray, but it's, it's not by a ton. And I don't think you're going to get a ton. I would love to send Kyler in a second and get Joe Burr in a, in a first. Is that reasonable? Do you think that at least think, gets a sniff? I think so. I, oh, yeah. I, I, I think the point of this whole conversation is that trying to just trade for Joe Burrow is going to be really damn hard this offseason to the point that it's probably not even worth it. But his ADP when startup season is probably – Yes, I would, yeah. I, I would I, assume. I, I know where you're going. Yes, that, that that's a good way of framing it. His his value once the Super Bowl's over and you start doing startups in like March, April, it'll 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 water will find its level, if you will, and he'll wind up in that six to eight range, which I can totally, totally live with there. If you want all of our rankings, um, I've posted mine most recently over at patreon.com forward slash dynasty warzone. I'm not a big rankings guy unless you're a patron because they really love them. And I love doing it for him outside of that. That's the only place. Because we don't have a website. And I'm not going to post them on Twitter. So there you go. Uh, another quarterback, old friend of yours, Matty Stafford. How about that guy, Jerry? How, how'd that make you feel? when, as a, as a long-term Lions fan, you've watched this guy for, you know, it's his 13th year in the league. You guys spent a dozen years together there in uh, the, the, the murder mitten. And, you know, now he's uh, – you know, it's like seeing your ex-girlfriend or wife or whatever doing really well with someone new. And and you're not and, and you're not doing any better than, than when you guys broke up. No. You maybe you, you kind of feel like maybe you found the right one in Dan Campbell and maybe maybe your life is starting to trend in the right direction. Is it still hard to see your ex flourishing with someone new? 
It even is, though yours stayed the same? It is, but it's not. So I'm happy for Matthew Stafford, right? Like, there, I don't think there's a human being in the league that deserves the success more than Matthew Stafford because nobody has had to endure that franchise for as long as, as he did. And then, you know, he got so much vitriol from Detroit media and Detroit fans because he never won a playoff game. He never won the division. He could never win big games. And the moment that he didn't have to wear that dumbass helmet of that tortured and cursed franchise, he immediately proved everybody wrong. And I am so happy for him. I hope he wins the ring. He deserves it. Now, I hope they suck again next year so we can get the first pick a little earlier since they got – we're going to end up with 32 this year, and that sort of sucks. So hopefully it doesn't quite – you know, hopefully they don't run it back. But I loved him, man. I, it, he took the knee, and I, I just – I gave it a fist bump. There's more Rams fans in the state of Michigan than there are in the state of California. I truthfully believe that. Well, the old saying goes, success has a thousand fathers, but defeat is an orphan. And that's why you're seeing a lot of people turn their back on Patrick Mahomes. I don't think Jimmy G had a lot of fronts for people to give him that they have now in which shown their back. But from a dynasty standpoint, I love Matt Stafford. I think Jimmy G's the buy, to be quite honest. I I really do. I I think he is worth, you know, there's so much vitriol and hate. Do you reuse that word, vitriol? toward Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean, here's the thing. You know, he he's played the offense in, in which he's been given. But Jimmy G, there's a lot of guys. We're going to talk about some rookie quarterbacks here in just a couple of minutes. But there's a lot of guys that are going to get way overdrafted that will never give you more than QB2 production in this rookie class. And we're going to, you know, talk about those names. There's guys in this most recent QB class, like Mac Jones, like Zach Wilson, that are probably never – going to give you more than QB2 level production. They're never going to correct that top 12 for a season. Maybe, maybe, maybe Matt can if he puts together a full year and they, they get him a couple of weapons. But, you know, Mac's getting ready to get a, get a new OC. And Zach Wilson did not look very good. And so, so for me, I am done overdrafting QB2s. I'm just done. I'm, I'm just absolutely done with it when I can go out and I can get a Jimmy G. If I've got a Josh Allen, if I got Justin Herbert, if I got Joe Burr, if I've got Kyler, you know, Lamar, any of these top 10 to 12 QBs in a super flex league, fine. Totally fine. Give me Jimmy Garoppolo as my QB too. Hell, I'll take, I'll take a shit sandwich of Jimmy Garoppolo squeezed in with some Baker Mayfield. And uh, and uh, you can knock it all off with some Danny Dimes. I'm fine because I've got my stud. I've got my QB1. I'm going to lock him in every week besides his bye or if he gets injured. Then I'm going to take those other three turds in the bowl, and I'm going to scoop out the one with the best matchup. I can always find a Jimmy G. But going out in a super flex and intentionally overpaying for a Matt Jones for a Zach Wilson, for one of these rookie QBs when I can just go get Jimmy G for like a, a 301, Jerry, if you had Jimmy Garoppolo, if I offered you the 301, would you take it? I bet you'd think about it. I would, for sure. And, and I bet you a much more, uh, less nuanced, less sophisticated GM in your dynasty league would snap that trade offer up in, in, in a heartbeat. It is, but I, I think what you're saying is a little scary, though. 
because, you know, you say Josh Allen and Justin Herbert, but they were sort of those guys that fell down a little bit in the rookie drafts. So, I, Where? I mean, a, yeah, Justin Herbert, I mean, he was like the one, 108, the yeah. 110, he didn't give a take. I mean, it's not like a huge I mean, tumble. I feel like Josh Allen was probably right around there, too. You know, I got Josh Allen in one of our GOAT leagues with JD and Dan and all the guys over at the GOAT District podcast. I got him at like at the 212 in a league. Yeah, people just hated Josh Allen. Okay, that's but that's silly. fine. That's the kind of place where you get QB2s. I'm fine doing it. We're going to talk, like I said, we're going to get rookies here in just a second because there's one more quarterback I want to talk about. This is not quite a full quarterback show, but it's worth repeating. All right, um, well, what do you got? Well, hold on, hold, hold all on. Right, all right, all right. I, I just, want to, give, I just right. want to give you a list of names to think about and to go out and think about cheap offers on. Okay, I'm telling you who okay. to buy. I'm going to tell you what I, I'm going to offer, and I'm going to tell you when to do it. Are you ready? Shoot, couple of names: Mitch Trubisky, okay, Jimmy Garoppolo, Jameis okay. Winston. I like Carson it. Wentz. These are all names that over the course of the last six to 12 months have really fallen on rock hard times. Agreed. I, 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 I even tweeted it out the other day when Jimmy Garoppolo threw that backwards pass that in his somewhat defense did bounce off the, the running back's hands and into a receiver's hands. Was the pass high? Sure. I even tweeted out, don't go full wince. Never go full wince. He went full wince with that play, but you know, no timeouts left, really. You know, you can't take an 18 yard sack there. You got a wider, you know, you got a receiving option and a running back. It looked bad in the moment, but when you peel it back, it wasn't that bad. But I'm not talking about that play. I'm just looking for some for some cheap QB2 production. Because if I told you we, we end 2022 and Jimmy Garoppolo had as many points per game as, as Mac Jones, are you going to be shocked? No, I would. Baker be. Mayfield? I, no, God, no. Zach I Wilson? Be, uh, no. No, okay, no, so so okay. I just I just named three guys that I can get cheaper. I'm sorry that I can get Jimmy Garoppolo Garoppolo cheaper for while putting oh, yeah. the same amount of points in my roster every. What about Jimmy Garoppolo versus Ryan Tannehill? I mean, I am not a Ryan Tannehill guy, so you'll easily sell that one. So what about Mitch? Let's talk about Mitch. I think that was the uh, uh, the spiciest of the, of the take. So you talk uh, talk that one through. He's a guy that high, for high former draft capital. Here's the thing. This is going to be the most interesting quarterback season we've seen maybe ever between it not being a very good, at least on paper and on film, by the way, um, rookie QB class. And there's a lot of need at the quarterback position. We're going to talk about Tom Brady and some rookies and we'll wrap this mug up. But I mean, there's a lot of need. Pittsburgh lost Big Ben. You know, there's thoughts that that Cleveland could be in the market. Maybe the Washington football team. The New Orleans Saints, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, You know, if Russell Wilson's on the move, what does that open up? Where does he go? Deshaun Watson. There is going to be a lot of QB movement, and I'm just looking for cheap pieces. Again, more so than ever, if you have one of the big QBs, I'm always going to look to have like one of these dart throws. They're one year. You remember the movie Fight Club? Great, great movie. Single serve friends. These are these are single serve, super flex options at the quarterback position. You may only get one year, but it's fine. You only need them for one year, because then you just next you're going to go out and find the next one. So Mitch Trubisky, he's the kind of guy I'm looking to give up a, a late second, early third, same as Jimmy Garoppolo. I'll gladly put him in a rotation. You're see where he lands same. in March. 
Yeah, see where he lands in March and move on. See, I think there's a much better chance that Jimmy G ends up in a spot than Mitch does. Like, I, no. I understand. I, I do think there is a possibility that Mitch gets a job. Don't get me wrong. But, I, I mean, I think Jimmy Garoppolo has at least proven that he can win football games. So, I, I really do think he get a shot. But also, San Francisco can't play him because you picked Trey Lance with the third overall pick. Well, and, 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 and you had that game. So, so let's jump yeah. into the final quarterback. Touchdown, Tommy Brady. America's greatest American has retired. And I know that it came out that he uh, – it's not been confirmed by him or his people, but let's be honest. Uh, I've I've seen Adam Schefter tweet it. Ian Rappaport, um, uh, King Peter King, came out on Monday and said that Tom Brady's going to do it. He wants to do it his own way. He didn't want to do it so close to Ben Roethlisberger, and he didn't want to take up all the air out of the AFC and NFC Championship weekend because Tom Brady's a true fan of the game, and he didn't want to make this weekend about him. So I think the retirement news is correct. So obviously he goes to zero in a super flex. But what does that do to the guys who are stuck there? Um, and, and really there's not a lot. Chris Godwin, free agent. They don't have the salary cap to re-franchise tag him. Gronk, free agent. O.J. Howard, free agent. Leonard Fournette, free agent. Antonio Brown, cut. What does this do to the offense? I mean, I think if memory serves me correctly, Ronald Jones, free agent. I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be Mike Evans, Keyshawn Vaughn, Cameron Bray, and who? What has the Tom Brady news done to the dynasty value of all things in pewter and, and, and red? Uh I killed it. For lack of a better word. I I mean that is an immediate rebuild. They have I mean, they have a good defense. Don't get me wrong, but Randy, how many names did you just name? What was that? Half a dozen? Pretty close to it. I mean, a lot of their key weapons. Okay, let's just for argument's sake. I'm not having the argument. But let's just say for argument's sake, Mike Evans is their wide receiver one. Yep. I, I personally think it's Godwin, but who cares? Your wide receiver two that you just franchise tag. There's one guy, Rob Gronkowski, who was a part of your Super Bowl run, Leonard Fournette. Ronald Jones, and that that's four key. Oh, Antonio Brown, who whether you like him or whether you don't, he was a, so. There's five offensive weapons. So does that open up stuff for Scotty Miller? Does that open up stuff for um, Tyler Johnson? I don't know, but I don't even know who the quarterback's going to be. That's no. what I'm saying. You know, if this Tom Brady news comes out, are you going to be shocked if Bruce Arians retires? No. And then no. Byron left. Then Byron Leftwich potentially goes to goes to Jacksonville. So now you've lost your head coach and your OC. Salary cap hell. Even with the guys under contract, I looked the other day. I believe the Bucks have seven million dollars in, in like cap space. It's going to be ugly quickly. You know, people yep. keep talking about this New Orleans situation. I don't think it's going to be much better in, in Tampa Bay. To be real honest. If Carolina and or Atlanta can just get their shit together for 45 seconds, it, it might be time for a new team to take over down there because the last half decade it's been New Orleans and Tampa Bay. Yeah, I am. I hear you. It's going to get ugly really quick. Uh, so so now, so I'll, I'll give you some context. Now's a great time to, you know, look at a contender because that's who that's who you would sell Mike Evans to, right? Is yeah, a contender. Oh yeah. yep. You would go look to see who finished somewhere between first, second, third, or fourth in your dynasty league this year. Maybe they're not thinking this far ahead like you are. 
You know, maybe they're not. Maybe they, maybe they just see eight straight 1,000-yard seasons and a lot of double-digit touchdown seasons, and maybe you could get out. What am I looking for? I think I'd take any first in a super flex. I agree. And I'd take like a, a first in a dart throw player in a one QB, especially if you're not contending. Like if you personally aren't contending in 2022, you, you need draft capital. You just told on yourself, hey, I'm not contending. Cool. Move Mike Evans. Get what you can get for him. I don't think you'll get that because of, of the timing. So much like we do with a lot of veterans, you may have to hold until the regular season. And then, you know, if he's back to his thousand yard receiving ways, then that might be the time. But it's going to be scary for those Tampa Bay Bucks assets. Jerry, anything else on Tom Brady or the Buccaneers? Uh, good riddance. You know, I mean, he's the greatest of all time. Don't get me wrong, but I, I don't like to see successful Wolverines. So that hurts my heart. Uh, but you should have been selling Mike Evans, just for the record. I mean, I feel like we've been yapping about doing that for the last year and a half. So this was the risk. Uh, you are now facing it like a brick to the face. Yeah, I, I was really hoping to get one more year out of uh, touchdown Tommy. Great. Well, but... I honestly, I, I, how were you shocked to hear that he retired? Because I was... No. No, I, really? I'm not. No, I, I thought I'm not. for sure that dude was playing until he was 50. No, I, I think he looked at the cap situation. I think he looked I mean, at the I cap situation. I think he looked at the Chris Godwin situation, the Fournette situation. I think he the Antonio Brown situation. And he looked around and he said, if Aaron Rodgers stays in, if he stays in Green Bay, can I beat him again? We just got beat by Matt Stafford and the LA Rams. Can we beat the Niners with Trey Lance or Jimmy Garoppolo? Can we beat Seattle if Russ comes back? I think those are the questions. You know, can we beat Dak and the Cowboys? And I think Tom just looked at himself and said, you know what? It's time. And I think he's got kids in the age of 9, 10, and 14. I mean, I got a 14-year-old. I I can tell you um, how much I'm glad that I'm spending that time. And it's not about money. It's not about championships. No, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised as a parent with kids in you know a similar age range as him. D- does he need another Super Bowl? Does he need another MVP no, to validate no, him? No, does no. does he need any more money? No. So, statue outside the Hall of Fame. Statue outside the Patriot Stadium. I mean, dudes. dudes he, he's he's the one who who hurt dynasty owners and GMs as much as anybody. In that, how are you going to replace a guy who's been a top five QB for the last at least two seasons for sure? I don't remember what he yeah. was in New England. I know that last I mean, season even, was a little rough. Even if he, even if he was QB, you not replace then. Yeah, no, he was five. He was the QB five this season. But yeah, you're not replacing that. Outrageous. You are it's not outrageous. replacing that. So if you've been contending with Tom Brady, you've got work to do on the back end of your roster. Maybe we'll break that down a little bit deeper. Jerry, we went way longer talking dynasty and other positions and what this does, and it's what we do. But give me a rookie. We're going to talk maybe three or four rookies, maybe two each, three each. We'll we'll, we'll be quick. Give me a rookie that you you got your eye on. Um, Well, do you want to keep talking quarterbacks, or do you want me to pivot a little? Jerry, you you can do whatever. This is your rookie. If I have to give you a rookie, what do I need you here for? (laughs) <laughs> Touche, my friend. All right, so I, I actually watched quite a bit of rookies today. Um, I, I think my guy. Did, did you be... just tell these people you did show prep? <laughs> I did. I did actually. You told on yourself. Uh, just don't. I know. Can you cut that out? We don't. We don't want that getting out. Uh, I, I think my guy's going to be Garrett Wilson. 
of Ohio State, the wide receiver. The problem is, is you watch him, and he's not nearly as flashy as Traylon Burks. Like, you see Traylon Burks, and you're like, okay, I can understand why people freak out about this dude. He's got a little too much Hakeem Butler for me, but that's a different story. Um, but the thing that you notice about Garrett Wilson, he's always open. So, like, he's not the fastest guy. He's not the biggest guy. He's not this. Every single time, always open. And that is something that just it, – it's something that you can translate to the NFL. You know, you, you, we watched Nikhil Harry because he was, you know, great at jump balls and he could, he could moss people in the end zone all the time. Okay, against an NFL corner and a defense that schemes against that bull crap, you can't do it. But if you can get open with your good route running, that's going to translate into the NFL. And the thing about Garrett Wilson, I'm telling you, put it on, watch him, every pass wide open. He's great with his hands. He runs well. I think he is definitely going to be the guy that I have a lot of now that's very, very much drafting team dependent. But as far as a prospect is concerned, I like him. And it's because I've probably because I've made so many mistakes in wide receivers, you know, because I fell for the guy that was sizzle. I fell for the guy that could moss somebody. I fell for the guy that was six foot five. Open every single time. He fits the mold of the wide receivers that have been dominating. I've not done a ton of work. I've really gotten a little bit more into some of the running backs. Wide receivers are on deck. Again, make sure you're checking out the YouTube channel. Uh, A couple of weeks ago, maybe 10 days ago, I did 10 good rookie minutes with Memphis, and I talked about quarterbacks, and I'm going to here in just a second. But, no, I agree. He fits that mold. I'm not comparing him to these guys, but his game kind of feels similar. Cooper Cup, Stephon Diggs. Just a guy who gets open. He knows how to get open. Is he six foot four and 220 pounds and going to dunk on people? No, that is not his game. He does not play a game to use a basketball analogy. He does not play above the rim. But the guy can get open. Um, he's done it at an elite level. We've seen great success out of Ohio State wide receivers in the NFL, including guys that go late. Uh, we've seen Michael Thomas. In the second round, we've seen Terry McLaren in the third round. I know there's some others that are uh, drawing a blank. Where do you think he goes in rookie drafts? I think he's going to go somewhere in a one QB, one hundred six to one hundred eight. I think you're going to. I think you're going to get. Go ahead. Not not much further in a superflex, honestly, because I feel like we're the the QBs this year are not going to get drafted as high. We're going to we're going to do people a solid in the dynasty war zone. You know what? If I if if I have to spend a first round pick on a rookie QB in 2022, then there will be no rookie QBs for me. It, it ain't yeah, gonna, I mean, it, it, it ain't gonna happen. Uh-uh, it, ain't gonna do it. Yeah, I mean, depending on where somebody goes, like if like if they draft, like if the Steelers draft somebody no. in the first round, no, you're still not gonna take them. No, still not about. I mean, I'm not no. talking about 101. No, don't get me wrong. No. I'm 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 like not I'm 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 not draft I'm not using premium rookie draft capital to draft a guy like and I'm he's my guy we'll just go ahead and roll right into it like like Kenny Pickett I'm just okay. not gonna give you the 105 in a super flex for Kenny Pickett okay cool what's his ceiling uh QB 10 QB 12 is he Kirk Cousins maybe maybe that's his ceiling. That 
would you would you give me the 105 for Kirk Cousins? No. You tell me to go screw myself and take that offer with me. So why in the hell would I use the 105 on Kenny Pickett? And I like Kenny Pickett. I think he'll be fine. You know, if if he went to an ideal, a perfect situation, like and I think the only perfect situation for a rookie, in my opinion, the perfect situation is Pittsburgh. There's a lot of bad ones out there, dude. There's yeah. a lot of and I, I I like his moxie. I, I I like that, you know, he's older. I like that he's had to overcome. You know, he's had to play a long time. You know, they're quarterbacks. If he hits, and he's a solid. Here's the thing: if he's like the QB fifteen for the next six years. And you get him for the 110, you did great. Sure. You did great. But he's going to give you like 16 points a game. I can go band-aid Jimmy Garoppolo and get 14 and a half. And at 105, I can I can take I can take Alave. I can take Garrett Wilson. I can take one of the three big running backs on the board. I would much rather have that guy. Because if both these guys hit, so let me ask you a question. I and I like Kenny Pickett. He's one of my mm-hmm. guys. But if we're in October, it's Halloween, it's October 31st, that's around like week 10-ish, give or take, 9-10. And Kenny Pickett's, you know, chopping along and he's the QB 13, Mac Jones-esque rookie season. But then you got a guy like uh, like Brees Hall and he's having a Najee Harris season. If you wanted to flip those two pieces for a quarterback, who am I getting more for? You're getting more for the running back. Bingo. So if I need a QB and I can do it, think two steps down the road. We are are not, we are not overdrafting quarterbacks that have a QB two upside. I ain't doing it. I ain't letting you do it. None of you listening doing it. Counter. What is, is there, I should say, is there a situation where you would take a quarterback 101? So let's uh, like I think my only one would be in this Malik, class. If yes, in this if class, Malik, okay, okay. If you mean to answer your Willis question? Go ahead. Ends up in a favorable situation with good draft capital, that will show me that that team believes in him and he has the type of you know ceiling that can be conducive to fantasy points. I think that you, is the you want only my response. I would consider it. Yeah, you're, you want my response? You've got the smart ass attitude. So t- t- go, t- go t- ahead, take so. your hand. Are you right handed or left handed? I'm right handed. Take your right hand. Open it up like this. If you're watching live on YouTube, this is great. I don't like where this is going. I want you to ball up each one of those little crusty digits. Make a fist. Thumb on the outside. Thumb on the outside. You put the thumb on the inside. You break the thumb. Thumb on the outside and punch yourself right square in the damn mouth. No, there is not a can be in the, none. There's not one. When we start talking 101s, when we start doing mock drafts here in the Dynasty War Zone, we are going to be debating between some of these running backs and some of these wide receivers. The earliest, the absolute earliest a QB should come off the board in this class, in my opinion, is like 107, 108. And you're going to need a you're going to need a significant need of the quarter. I'm not doing it. That's Listen, pretty early there, Brad. The only guy that I'm really seeing upside on, if he lands in the right spot, is Malik Willis. The rest of these guys are career. See, it's funny because I actually don't love Malik And I don't Willis. like him. I, 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 I like his profile. I like his but, profile, but I don't like but him. 
I, if he lands in a good situation like with good draft capital, I think he could be very valuable. But for the most part, I tend to agree with you. I, I don't know about 107, because I think that's suggesting that there's a lot of just bad yeah. MFers in this class, and I don't know that that's true either. Well, I, I had this conversation with uh, some people in one of my leagues, and I was like, I, I have the 111 in some leagues and 112 in others. That's that's a low-key way of saying I dominated a lot of dynasty leagues this year. But I've got a w- lot of 111s and 112s. I really hope with everything that I that I hold dear that all of my league mates think just like you and they want to go get a quarterback <laughs> and, and let those wide receivers and running backs fall to me. Please, pretty please, I, I beg of you, you make that mistake. I'm going to get the running back because you know what? How do you think the GM in Dynasty who last year drafted – who drafted Zach Wilson or Mac Jones feel today about drafting those guys over Javante Williams? How are they feeling right now? You screwed not, up. They screwed not up. Excellent. They screwed up. Because right they now you could go you could go get a lot better quarterback for Javante Williams we, than you can we ever talk could. Talk about Zach Wilson for a second? No, I don't. No, I, not on the like, like a what, how in the absolute hell did the Jets pick him with that pick? Like, I just, that's, that's, I guess that's a show for a different What day. happens when you let Twitter make your draft picks? <laughs> I guess. That's true. Jerry, he's cool. Know. He had a headband. Did you see the running throw with no defenders running him down that he made I in did. his pro day? God damn it, Jerry. No, not on my watch. You have another guy? You have another guy? You want me to like, rip to shreds? Maybe I'll like this guy, but I'm probably going to rip him to shreds. Go ahead. I dare you. Um, let's see. I, well, I was trying to think of situations more so than players. Um, all right, let's talk about Jameson Williams a little bit. How do you feel about him? So he, you know, obviously looked awesome when he played for Alabama. Prototypical Alabama bad man, right? Like they always continuously just push the best talent in the NFL, especially at the wide receiver position outside of LSU. Does the ACL do anything for you? Like, it, does it worry you? I mean, if it was 1988, the last time the Bengals went to the Super Bowl, <laughs> well, maybe. I, I just make it It's 2022. That modern medicine. Actually, it's mo- modern medicine. No, it doesn't bother me. Now, even like, but like no. draft capital wise. So, like in the in the rookie draft, does it affect you? No, I, no. I mean, here's the thing. If so I, if he I, ends if, up being your 101 guy. Like, I, I'm just no, speaking I mean, in hypotheticals. I would be looking to acquire him in a super flex somewhere in the back third of the like the 109 through 112. That's a great range to get him. I mean, the, the kid's got tools. What four three speed? See, so like I, we just had this conversation and I argued the other way. I think I would rather have Jamison Williams than the quarterbacks. But 100. percent Again, I, I'm looking at if it's an if then statement. If this guy hits his ceiling, then what is his value? If Jamison Williams hits his ceiling, he's Jalen Waddle, right? Yeah. He he goes to the Indianapolis Colts. He falls to the second round of the Colts. The Colts need a wide receiver because T.Y. Hilton more than likely is going to be gone or retiring. And, and he fits a different role than Michael Pittman. Because you'll hear NFL GMs and, and you know, like the Greg Cosells and things of the world. They're talking about when you're building a wide receiver core, you want to have a basketball team. Right, kind of like you know Joe Burrow. You got the Jamar Chase, 
who's like your flashy shooting guard. Then you got your your T Higgins, who's like your power forward, and, and, and you got your Tyler Boyd, who's like your uh, your your tools guy, who does all the dirty work. You know, you're building that basketball team. Hell yeah, I think Jamison would, would look great in in Colts blue with with Michael Pittman Jr. Take that one uh, guy who can't stay healthy, uh, Paris Campbell, and, and, and kick him on down the road. But, yeah, absolutely. And here's the thing. If he falls in the real NFL draft because of the ACL, just like my next guy, guess where he's going to land? Guess what kind of teams draft at the back end of, of draft of NFL drafts? Hopefully the Detroit Lions. But no. I, Well, they're going teams. to because they're good, good, teams, good, good teams. And good teams tend to be well-ran, right? So sure. if if your boy from Alabama, I mean, if 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 he lands on a, and I'm just throwing this out there, he lands on a, a on a 49ers, he lands on a Bengals. I'm not saying that they're going to. I'm just saying, I know what you're saying. he yeah, lands he, he lands on the Steelers, he lands on the Seahawks. They don't have any first round picks, but you you get my gist. He lands in L.A. with the Chargers to replace Mike Williams as part of that wide receiver group. These guys that start landing in these, you know, better ran positions, they're much more likely to succeed. Whereas if they wind up with the Detroit Lions, they have to come in and be the savior. Now, in the case of a wide receiver, it's not the worst thing in the world because bad teams are behind. This is really more for my guy, the quarterback, and and, and my guy, Sam Howell. Okay. Sam Howell, there's nothing special about Sam Howell. Literally, nothing. Google him. Nothing. If you looked up in 10 years and it was like the Sam Howell State Farm Insurance Agency, are you going to be shocked? I'm not. He looks like a guy that at age 28 has his own state farm. You know, good for him. Successful business, good for him. But he could, he could wind up. Be, what? What's so funny? <laughs> you, just, good, good for him. Just I mean, could, could you not see him like literally I, like I, washing I, out of the league in like four years like Josh Rosen? Now, Josh Rosen came from money. So Josh Rosen, you know, his parents were like, you know, doctors and, and whatever. But but this kid, you know, you know, he he takes his nest egg from the NFL, starts a successful life insurance business in his hometown, probably does well, donates to the local little league, treats people well. But I mean, if, if, even what what if, what if what if it picked twenty seven? Sam Howell goes to the Buccaneers. I'm not sure how well they're ran. What what if he winds up in in Tennessee? And, you know, what if he winds up in, in, in Las Vegas? These are all places that, that need quarterbacks. And, and then and then, then you can go to round two. What if he goes to a team? What if a team like Houston gambles on him, lets him compete with, with Davis Mills? You know, it's, it, again, what, what if the Broncos go with like a defensive or offensive player, you know, pick up a journeyman and then draft Sam Howell at 40th overall? You know, what if Washington waits and drafts him at 42nd? This is the kind of guy that if he lands in the right spot with a decent franchise, he's the kind of guy that could have a David uh, a Derek Carr career arc. And, sounds- and Derek Derek Carr's been like a borderline QB one, and then you can get Sam Howell in the mid second of your Superflex draft, and you just walked away with a guy who may give you the same amount of points as any of the other one of these guys, not named Malik Willis because he's got a higher ceiling. And then now you're doing something. So for me, Sam Howell, nothing special. He lands in New Orleans. There's another spot. Depends on who the head coach is. Had he landed there with Sean Payton, different conversation. But for me, he lands in in, in a good spot. I'll be much more interested. But I am intrigued. I am intrigued. More so than the Carson Strongs and the 
the the Desmond Ritters and the other QBs of this class, Jerry. What are your thoughts on Sam Howell? Am I crazy? I mean, I'm, I'm kind of fired up tonight. Is it because he had a bad year? Because the narrative was that he slipped this year, and so his value has slipped. And then in super, it's because he absolutely draft, sucked this year. You he, can't regress. Did. You can't. I, I, a, can't I mean, he, he didn't though. He he, you you can't regress that much. And, and I, I get I, that he lost both his running backs. He lost uh, Daz Newsom. He lost uh, his other wide receiver, Diami Brown, who wound up in, in the football team. I understand he lost, a, and it's not like, too. and it's not. I, I said those two guys, and it's oh, not okay. like North. It's not like North Carolina reloads. So I, I get some of that. But here's the guy. Isn't he on his second program, if I remember correctly? No, this is this is him. He's been there since his freshman year. So, but his I thought he transferred slipped. from Texas. Who am I thinking of? I couldn't tell you, but no. Um, so he went from 38 touchdowns to 30 touchdowns this year, 24 touchdowns. That's worse, right? Like, that sucks. But the big, juicy, absolutely nipple-hardening thing that did occur is that he learned to run the ball a lot, which I you could imagine when you lose Michael Carter. A tactical scrambler. He's got some tactical Eight, scrambling. 800 yards and 11 touchdowns. So while, yes, he only had 24 passing touchdowns, he had 11 rushing touchdowns, so he didn't do all that bad. And if you can get him in the second round, Randy, absolutely. And I'm, 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 I'm that's where that's that, that, that. But there you go. He's got some but upside. Like, I, just, like, I think I just like him. That I thought you liked him because we'll start to hate him, so his value starts to dip. Even though reality, the other guys whose values didn't dip didn't do shit and are unlikely to do shit. So I'm going to get the same sort of production for cheaper that you're taking at 104. So well, well, Jerry, Jerry's fired up. He's got a little bit of a scratchy microphone. He may have a wire crossed literally and figuratively. Uh, I'm going to throw it to my third and final guy. And uh, I want to make sure I pronounce this. It's Kai Ren. Not Kylo Ren. That's a different Kylo. This is Kyren Williams of the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Is he going to be an RB one in this league? It's it's it would take an Austin Eckler leap of faith to try to envision a guy who is five foot nine and one hundred ninety five pounds uh, coming in and, and doing that. But what I love about this guy is he's got a really really good receiving profile. Forget the fact that he had 995 yards rushing this year and 1,025 last year. Uh, averaged right at five yards a game over the last two years. Forget that he had 27 touchdowns in two years. For me, it's all about the fact that over the last two years, the guy had 77 receptions. 77 receptions averaged, and eh, we'll call it 8.7 yards per reception over a two-year sample across 77 catches. He just really seems to fit in what the modern NFL does. I've probably seen a little bit more of him being an Indiana resident than I have a lot of the running backs. Like I said, I'm just starting my running back work. But he is certainly someone that it's going to come down to where he goes. If he gets drafted by a team like Baltimore, no, I don't think Baltimore is going to draft him. Or Chicago, where they're attached to a running quarterback, that's going to be a super bummer. Because running quarterbacks don't tend to check down a whole bunch. They tend to first read, second read, run. Whereas you get a guy like, uh, I don't know, like like, like a more statuesque Matt Ryan, 
who is first read, second read, check down, that'll be a better spot. But just looking at his production, looking at what he's done, I, I can't help but be intrigued by uh, Kylo Ren Williams. That's what I'm going to call him. It's his nickname going forward is Kylo Ren Williams. Jerry, what are your thoughts on him? And give me your final guy. He's a- – I, I sort of like him. Uh, he scares me a little bit. I feel like he's going to be the guy that gets all the hype. I feel like he's going to be Is that because guy. he's the same size as you? Uh, he he's, is, five, he's like 5'9", 190. He is, we do look identical, too. I don't know. If, Twisted uh, steel and sex appeal. That's uh, Jerry and, and Kyron. No, I just, I don't know. Like, it, if his value sort of stays where it's at, then I'll be happy about it. But he just, he reeks of the guy that's going to just jump up way too much for me and that's 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 fair i was getting ready to ask you i was getting ready to ask you but where he's gonna go especially in one qb leagues if he goes in the second round like in that michael carter range you bet your ass have we we, these are lessons learned and if you don't learn your lesson and if it doesn't hurt a little bit we're not doing it right last year right around that that range where i think kyron williams will go we were drafting guys like terrace marshall jr and that's not happening on the Dynasty War Zones watch this year. Take the running back. If both players hit, you'll st- – if Williams hits and – I don't know. I'm, I'm Like I said, I'm not deep into – give me like a middling wide receiver in this class. I can only think of the good ones. I mean, Jahan yeah. Dotson's pretty good. Like I said, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm just kind of – but David you Sky, Sky Moore? Is it him? Okay. Sky Moore. So there you go. If Sky Moore hits, you'll st- – Huh? There you go. You'll still be you'll still be able to get him straight up for for the running back because running backs will just tend to hold their value. So sure. it's the it's the mistake I'm not going to make again. I'm not going to reach for the wide receiver at the back end of the first round in a one QB or early in the second round in a super flex when I can get the running back. This is what you uh, you know we're, we're going to get back to that philosophy of drafting running backs and trading for wide receivers. Give me one guy on the way out. We turned a thirty to thirty five minute show into over an hour. Yeah, we did. Which That's is what, what we, do. we do. That's ain't that the truth. Uh, I think I'm going to go with Drake London. I am a little worried about Drake London. Dude was absolutely awesome. He was awesome this year. It just, he reminds me so much of Hakeem Butler. Where it's just like, Jump is ball. it because he's tall, 6'5", 210? part of it, but like, no, he's he's like, he's tall, but he's not DK Metcalf. Like, he's not just like blowing by somebody. It's always like a contested high-pointed catch. And he's always jumping in the air to make a catch that makes it look better for a highlight reel. But it's just not practical. I don't know. Like, it, it depends where he goes. And I'm not not decided on him because I went in really liking him. And I I decided I was going to, you know what, I'll watch a few of the games. Nothing nothing jumped out at me and said, this is a guy I'm going to be confident in this time next year when I'm setting my championship rosters, if I'll be able to play him. I just, I don't see it. Who's the big body guy that's been dominant over the last – Four or five years. I mean, even DK has not been consistently no, dominant. I, Mike Evans is probably the most consistent. Mike, Mike and Evans. I, and, Mike, and I don't think he's Mike Evans. You know, he's the kind of guy that, that I'm really going to be curious to see where he's going in mocks. I agree. Yeah. When we start doing mocks here in the Dynasty War Zone, uh, I, I mean, he fits like the mold of 2006. Yeah. Yes, NFL. He does. 
I mean, we talked about this earlier when we were talking about Jamison Williams and we were talking about um, Garrett Wilson. Does he really fit that new NFL, you know, run shorter routes, run after catch kind of guy? He just feels like that big body. We talked about, we talked about the basketball team. He yeah. feels like he feels like your center. Yeah. He, th- these kind of, you know, so like I'm not much of a basketball guy, but I listen to podcasts and stuff a little bit about basketball. And it kind of feels like this big body wide receiver, this Des Bryant, you know, Calvin Johnson art type. It, it really feels like they've went the way of the center in the NBA. You no longer see you no longer see back to the basket Shaquille O'Neal, Hakeem Olajuwon, you know, dump it down low in the post and let them let 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 them go to work. It's really more of that three point because the analytics have said this is the better play because it's because three points is worth more than two, and and it's not a one to one comparison. I understand that, but you kind of see how this type of receiver has really struggled to find their footing in the NFL over the last half decade. So if he come, if he, if he goes to an electric offense with targets to spare, then maybe. But, I mean, if, if he winds up – The thing about him, though, is he's so productive. That's, like it, that's it, the thing. It, it's not like he's like one of these guys that's four catches. But, but was he? But was he? Because I look at before his monster breakout year in eight I games, mean, yeah. he, had, yeah. he had 88 catches. But before that, he had 33 for 500. And as a true freshman, he had – 39 for 560. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and here's the thing. He's never played 10 games in college. Yeah. In the Pac-10, Pac-12. Yeah. Th- these are just things. These are all things we're going to continue to look into, wrong. Jer. You're right. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying that, that he's a bust. No, I'm saying these, I, these are questions. And, Jerry, what's our new draft philosophy this year? You know, everybody that Jerry and I love, and there'll be plenty of guys that Jerry and I love, if Jerry or I can't give you one reason why that – the guy we love gives us some hesitation. We're doing you a disservice. We cannot be in here waving pom poms, cheering our cheering our arses off for a guy, and have you at your rookie draft going, "Yep, that was the guy." Memphis said uh, he can't miss. <laughs> Everybody can miss. Yeah, everybody. There, there's always a greater than zero chance a guy can miss. Excellent. So we're we're really going to hone our draft philosophy. But Jerry, that was a lot of fun, unplanned. Always. Unplanned, didn't have time to put a show sheet together. Um, I'm trying, uh, speaking of coaching, I'm out working with uh, my baseball player, trying to get him ready for the season, but I've also got to get you ready for a rookie draft season, Jerry. Yeah, well, I'm going to need a lot more work than uh, than your son will. But Well, he, well, here's the thing. He's my son, so he's got a lot of natural tools at his disposal, whereas just like, uh, just like old times, I will continue to make you better, Jerry. <laughs> No man, no man. Great show, you. Uh, you're you're great co-host, and that was a good one. Looking forward to the Super Bowl. We do have a guest lined up for next week. Okay. Um, on the eighth, we'll be recording live Tuesday the eighth. Is it Stafford? I wish. I will give talk. you a hint. I will give you a hint. If you know, you know. Um, he is the intercontinental champion of Dynasty. Fantasy football, if you know, you know. Um, he's committed to be here next week, but, you know, hopefully nothing changes. But we'll, we'll, we'll for sure be here talking Dynasty, continuing the rookies, maybe a little Super Bowl preview. But uh, until next time, that man's name is Jerry Sinclair. You can follow the show at Dynasty Warzone on Instagram and Twitter. You can check out the patron over at patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Warzone. And uh, you can check out our athletic brand supporter that is 
Hate Brand Goods. That's H-V-I-I-I.com, thehate.com. And use promo code Memphis. You'll save some bucks over there. Even if you're not into athletic wear, like Jerry's slowly getting back into athletics. It's true. A little. You're on the treadmill. You're getting, hey, dude, you're just, you know, that's why I love Matt. That's his message is just being a little bit better today. Hating yourself enough to do the work. And we got Jerry on the path. But uh, if you just need a coffee mug, you're going to start the morning off with a kick today in the dick coffee mug. Check it out, thehvii.com. Check out the show again, Instagram and YouTube and Twitter at Dynasty Warzone. And on behalf of that man, Jerry Sinclair, my name is Memphis. And remember, Jerry, here at the Dynasty Warzone, we're here to do one thing. We are just trying to make the world a better place for fantasy football. And smoking those stogies. All right, guys, have a great week. We'll see you back here next time. We build. It's Hate Brand Goods. That's uh, my company. That is what we've started. I hope you guys have checked it out. If you want to go over to the hate.com hate for me means it's about self-improvement. It's this self-motivation through self-loathing this, this bit of loathing of not tolerating your own bullshit. That little voice that says today's good enough or what we did's fine, or no one's going to know that I'm taking today off. Like, fuck all that, man. I know like I hold that standard. I'm accountable to me. And that's it. That's why I chase goals. I do it because of me. I don't do it because of what someone else is going to think of it or what someone else's approval is. And it's about holding yourself to that. The rest of that motivation can fade, but as long as you're in control of being able to make you do the shit you want to do, you're golden, man. So head over to thehate.com, use code and save yourself some cash. When we add up all those inches, that's going to make the fucking difference between winning and losing. a game yesterday and if we win one today that's two in a row we win one tomorrow that's called a winning streak